0: and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful to God for all of you who listen to this podcast every single week. I don't take it for granted, and so many of you write me or let me know that this podcast is blessing you. Next Level Leader is emerging to be one of the top podcasts on leadership around the world, and it is because of you. I'm so incredibly thankful and grateful for you. And please know that I appreciate you beyond what you could ever imagine. I'm thankful for all of you and you're listening to this. I want you to send this to someone else. Make sure if you subscribe, make sure that you share the link with someone else and tell them to subscribe. We're trying to reach a million people to raise up leaders around the world. I'm also thankful, appreciative for those of you that follow me on Instagram, Joseph Walker3. I want to encourage others to follow me if this is your first time this is the place we can connect and uh, have conversations and you can stay connected to all that I'm doing if you want to know where I'll be speaking or how to have me at your event or how to get my books or etc go to josephwalker3.org i am appreciative of you I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to pour into you today and man i want to talk today about goals and god I think it is so important when we understand our role as a leader, you cannot be a leader, particularly a next level leader, and not be aimed towards something every single day. There is a goal. There is a big idea. There is something we're in pursuit of. The busyness, the movement, all the things we're collaborating about, it all has a goal in mind. And why is this important? It's important because every next level leader knows in order to accomplish the goal, I have to make sure I include God. This platform is all about understanding the relationship between the marketplace and spiritual matters, understanding that God has to be in the mix if you're going to be an effective leader. The end of the day, There are no goals if God isn't in it. You can have ideas. You can have great visions, but they mean nothing if there is no inclusion of God. So I want to help you today understand the significance of this, and I want to help you seek him first, first of all. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and what? All these things will be added unto you. Now, why is that important? It's important because every single thing I do, I'm seeking the wisdom, guidance of God. God, is this your will, the thing that I'm after? I want to make sure that this is what you have called me to do. And so I want to make sure that every single day, my priority is focused on God's will, putting God first in the work that I do. When you create this culture in your organization where everybody knows we start our day off with prayer, we focus in on God, you begin to realize how putting God first produces incredible fruit and all these things will be added unto you. People look at the house of Tyler Perry, meaning his production house and all that he's doing, and they realize that he pulls his staff in and they pray. They start out in a space of understanding this is not going to happen without God. You have to be clear about this. Ladies and gentlemen, seek God first. Put him first. Because number two, it's not just your what, it's your why. You see, a part of understanding goals and God is not just what you're doing. Anyone can articulate what you're doing. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. But the God factor in it is why are you doing it? I've often told people, particularly my marketing people, market the why. Not just the what or the when or the where. But what draws people to your vision is when you can clearly explain your why. When your why makes you cry, oh, you're there. So I want you to think about that for a moment. It's not just what you're doing, but it's your ability to shift your language and your communication to people as to, I'm doing this because, because of this and because of that. I recognize as a leader, I'm called to solve a problem in the earth, and as a consequence. I'm aiming toward this because God has assigned me to bring an answer to this problem in the earth. And that's why you have to realize, number three, don't be afraid if it's bigger than your resources. Because when you have a goal, it will always be bigger, bigger than your current budget. God has never shown me a vision I could afford. I've told people all the time, think about this, write this down. Vision, provision underneath vision, and then go above and put supervision above vision. When your vision is under supervision, you always have provision, which means you'll never have a vision you can afford because if you can afford it, it's just a good idea. Vision is bigger than your budget, bigger than your bank account, but here it is. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. If it's God's choice. It's God's invoice. So what you have to do is don't be afraid if you're looking at something, looking at some property, looking at a building, looking at something, and you're like, whoa, that's just so much out of my budget. No, just remember the goal and God. It may be bigger than you, but it's not bigger than your God. By putting Him first, He'll give you strategy on how to acquire it. He'll give you strategy on how to make it come to pass. And that's why... Number four is so incredibly important because I want to align my goals with godly people. I want to make sure the right people are around me at all times because this is critical for me in order to make sure that all of my goals are aligned with people who are spiritual, who get it. When you're trying to articulate vision to people who are carnal or who don't have the capacity to understand, it can be incredibly frustrating That's why the Bible says, write your vision, make it plain that those who read it can run with it. I believe that uh, how can two walk together, as Amos 3 and 3 says, unless they agree. So I want people who are godly people to walk alongside my vision because my vision sometimes is bigger than my budget. It's, It's outside the line of what people think is possible, but they can envision it. They can see it because they are people of faith. So they, they understand that I align it with people who are godly, who get it, who recognize that I'm not going to settle for average, but I'm always trying to do the extraordinary. And this is important. When you have God and your goals lined up, he will send you the right people, people that will feed your vision, support your vision, fight for your vision, give you advice concerning your vision. Godly people are so important. That's why I tell people, picking teams are important. Have podcasts. Go back on these episodes. You can see I talk about how to pick a team. It's important to have the right people, man, around you. Not naysayers, but people who share your spiritual values so you can align your goals toward that. You can have those deep conversations about where you're going. I had a conversation with a core group of leaders not long ago, sharing the connectivity between my action and movement, saying the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm setting an environment to prepare people for that. And I'm doing that because I want to set this up to do this. And when they were able to connect the dots, spiritually, they got it. They never would have gotten that just cognitively. They just would have seen individual events happening and never understood that was a connection to each thing that I was trying to do to move the organization forward. That's why when you're able to share with spiritual people who align with your vision, they're able to see that every single thing you do is tied to that goal, It's tied to what God has called you to do. That's how I move. That's how you should flow. And I think it's important that you trust the process. That's number five. Trust the process. Listen, when you're trying to get a thing going, man, towards your goal, you got to trust what God allows you to go through. Sometimes it can be those tough seasons I talked about last week, those frustrating moments, but you've got to trust it. You've got to say, if this is taking a little longer than I imagined, trust the process. Trust to know that God has a plan for this thing to come to fruition. And so it's incredibly important that we all begin to trust it. I'm telling you, trust the process. Trust the process. I'm telling you, it will be amazing when you do. If you just trust where God is taking you, you'll be amazed. Every single thing is happening with purpose and on purpose. You ever thought about what Romans 8.28 says? And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to His purpose. His purpose never comes to fruition unless people trust the process. Well, do you understand it or not, it's all a part of the process. There's a marvelous story in the Bible that I inserted here on purpose because in Deuteronomy, it talks about how the eagle stirs her nest, Deuteronomy 32 or so, and how violently she is when she stirs her nest, her eaglets are forced to either fly or die. She comes and she feeds them for one season. Then the next moment she comes and she's uprooting the very place that was comfortable to make it uncomfortable so they could reach their full capacity. And sometimes we don't realize this is all a part of the process that God makes us uncomfortable in our comfort in order that we might fly, we might go to different heights. And so whatever God allows, it's going to bless you. If you trust the process, I'm telling you, you can't stay in the nest another day. You got to trust the process and be pushed towards your goals and know that God is doing it. Sometimes we are ascribing This stuff to Satan and saying the devil is attacking me, but in fact, God is developing you. And that's why I think it's important to never compromise your convictions. As you go towards your goals, it's going to be important that you don't take the easy route out. You don't opt out for that which puts in a compromising position your values, your convictions. Your convictions matter. And it's important that you continue to push forward trusting what God has called you to do. Listen, everybody I'm talking to now has to understand you have a certain level of conviction. You never would have accomplished what you've accomplished so far if you didn't believe. You didn't have a core set of values. Just because things get rough, you've got to still maintain your convictions. There are things I will not do. There are things I stand on. To compromise or to assimilate into culture just to make things easier is not what next level leader does. We'll take it. The hard way. We'll do it the right way. I just believe with all of my heart. When you are after a goal and God is in the midst, you're never going to compromise your convictions. You're never going to take that easy way out because it's convenient. You're going to always be willing to go through what God wants you to go through, so you can be strong. And that's why you don't you don't interfere with a cocoon. You don't interfere. With that, when you see a cocoon, you recognize that a caterpillar must go through this process of metamorphosis in order that a butterfly will emerge. It's through the struggle and strain, the wings are gaining strength. If you interrupt that process, a beautiful butterfly will emerge with wings unable to fly because they were not subject to the stress and strain that was necessary to push themselves out themselves order that they might be strong enough to fly. So don't compromise on your convictions. Whatever you have to go through, go through it, maintaining your value system and saying, it doesn't matter how convenient, attractive that thing in front of me is, I must stay strong to my level of conviction. Here are the things we've discussed so far, and I'm gonna share number seven last, but seeking God first. As so we talk about goals in God, we're putting God at the top. I cannot accomplish this task without saying, God, you've got to be first in all things. Matthew six I've got to say, God, whatever I'm doing, it's never going to manifest unless you're number one. Also, it's not just my what, it's my why. If you can learn to pivot away, I'm always talking about what you're doing. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And really begin to evaluate your why. You will unpack your motive. You will show people your heart concerning the thing you're trying to accomplish. And don't be afraid if what you're after, the goal, is bigger than your resources. Because when you include God, you'll find out it may be bigger than you, but it's not bigger than your God. It is so important that you begin to realize intimidation has no place here because God always calls me to something bigger. The goal is always something that's God-sized. It's never my size. And that's why I want to align my goals with godly people. Number four, I want to have the right people around me because everybody doesn't have the capacity to receive the thing that I'm attempting to accomplish. So I want to make sure everything is aligning toward that. And then, watch this, number five, trusting the process. Can you trust the process? Can you truly say, all right, I understand now. I have to trust what God allows me to go through. It may not be pleasant. It it may be difficult to articulate to people, but I trust whatever God allows. It's all a part of my developmental process. And consequently, no matter how difficult it may appear, I'm not going to, number six, compromise my conviction. I'm not going to do it. I am going to make sure that I continue to push forward into what God has called me to do. And that's why number seven is so important because goals always glorify God. Whatever you set out to do, whatever you attempt to accomplish, you have to remember that your goals must glorify God. I, I believe if people oftentimes, you know, they miss this. They, they miss The reality of this because sometimes we're doing things to glorify ourselves, to make a name for ourselves. But I think now, as you grow as a next level leader, you begin to realize the significant importance of God being glorified, right? I think that every single thing I do, I want to ask myself, God, will you get the glory in this? Will you be pleased with this? Not just people, but I want to make sure God ultimately is the one who gets the glory. You know, there's a marvelous, marvelous song. I love the lyrics to it. It kind of goes like this. You may build great cathedrals, large or small. You may build skyscrapers, grand and tall. You may conquer all the failures of the past, but only what you do for Christ will last. You may seek earthly power and fame, The world might be impressed by your great name. Soon the glories of this life will all be passed, but only what you do for Christ will last. And though your armies may control each hemisphere and your orbits out in space cause men to cheer, your scientific knowledge may be vast. Only what you do for Christ will last. And though your song and prayer are heard and praised by man, they've no meaning unless you've been born again. Sinner, heed these words. Don't let this harvest pass. For only what you do for Christ will last. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. God goes. Goes God. There's no way for me to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish without doing it for the right motive. I'm able to press through and achieve my goals every single day because I understand my why. I appreciate you for listening today. I hope this has blessed you. I hope it has changed your life. I really do. And I want to thank you so much for just being a part of this podcast community. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. I love to connect with you. It means a lot to connect with you. I just, I would appreciate that. Also, I want to make sure not only that you that you connect with me on Instagram, but follow me. Make sure you go to my website, josephwalker 3org get my books and content. Just want to connect with you. I just appreciate you. I'm so thankful that you are connected to me today. Thank you so much for being who you are. Keep God first. I hope this has blessed you. Until next time. We'll talk again. You be blessed. Go forward. That's the next level that you are. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph With you.